0: Hawaiian Airlines is officially rolling out Wi-Fi to passengers in a company first. It's doing so with SpaceX. It marks the first time a major US commercial airline has deployed the Starlink service, and the milestone is almost two years in the making. For Hawaiian Airlines CEO and President Peter Ingram, it's an opportunity to leapfrog the connectivity options that, until now, have existed.
1: You know, it's another challenge that, um, that guests have faced when they want to use connectivity on airplanes is uh, traditionally it has been priced very high. Uh, part of that is because of the costs of providing it. But part of that, candidly, is because uh, with those less capable systems, people really don't want you using it all that much because if too many people are logged on on using it, it's not going perform very well. And SpaceX has really cracked the code, literally, in terms of the technology to be able to deliver um, a wide bandwidth of very high quality uh, connectivity to an airplane uh, with a global reach.
0: The first commercial flight of the first Starlink-equipped aircraft is happening today, but more jets will come online in the coming months. For SpaceX, it's another opportunity to reach more customers including more enterprises, which is what Chad Gibbs, SpaceX's VP of Starlink Business Operations, is focused on.
1: It really feels like an experience that should not be possible when you get on a commercial airline flight and you're able to connect to the Internet and experience it in a way that's similar, if not better, than what you can experience in your own home.
0: With more than 5,200 satellites in low Earth orbit and millions of residential users, Starlink service is rapidly expanding. And businesses are striking deals as well, from telecom companies to cruise ship operators and machinery makers like Deere, which just recently was on Manifest Space. It all speaks to Starlink's role in propelling investor appetite for the most valuable startup in the U.S. On this episode, a rare SpaceX interview about the rollout of Hawaiian Airlines' offering, why it's a milestone for Elon Musk's space upstart, and what the broader market opportunity could be for applications of the fast-growing satellite service. I'm Morgan Brennan, and this is Manifest Space. Chad Gibbs of Starlink, of SpaceX, uh, overseeing the, the Starlink business. Uh, it's so great to have you on. Thanks for joining me. Um, I'm going to just jump right in. So so Hawaiian is getting ready to do its first flight with connected Starlink service. How is this a milestone? Why is it a milestone for SpaceX?
1: Yeah, this is super exciting for us. Hawaiian is the first major commercial American airline to use Starlink for in-flight connectivity. And it's a it's a, a very exciting milestone to move from all the testing and development work that the teams have been doing over the past year and into actually serving uh, Actually serving customers, and so for us, this is this is sort of where you go from uh, the the sort of internal Hawaiian teams testing and giving great feedback on the experience to the thousands and millions of passengers that will fly on Hawaiian getting to to use the experience and experience uh, use the service and experience how great Starlink is.
0: Yeah, in terms of internet speeds, in terms of connectivity, and and the capabilities that this is going to enable for passengers uh, on airlines of, of Hawaiian and potentially. Other airlines that you might be talking to as well. I guess just walk me through what that looks like versus what we've seen traditionally when it comes to in flight Wi Fi.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the thing that I am most excited about for more people to experience. It really feels like an experience that should not be possible when you get on a commercial airline flight and you're able to connect to the internet. And experience it in a way that's similar, if not better, than what you can experience in your own home. Um, during some of the early testing flights I was on, uh, we were with some of the Hawaiian team and somebody brought along their Nintendo Switch. We were actually able to connect the Switch to the Starlink internet and play uh, Mario Kart online. And just this moment of not being constrained by sort of your normal experience with connectivity in the sky and instead just being able to treat it like, uh, like, have the similar expectations that you would on on at your office or at home is is really cool. I think for me I, I for my job I travel almost constantly so my use cases are a little bit more benign and less exciting so the fact that our SpaceX VPN will connect automatically, that my emails won't take minutes to download, it'll just happen automatically. There's a bunch of exciting things like that. But I think regardless of the passenger type, there's a ton of really really cool and unique experiences that having high-speed broadband to the plane will, will enable. Um and this is in many ways' it's more than just the the speed which will be sort of hundreds and hundreds of megabits to to individual planes and individual devices on the plane, but it's also about the the whole experience about walking down the jet bridge immediately connecting to the Wi-Fi and being online um, with with seamlessly without interruption and so you really don't have any any portion of the flight where you feel disconnected or or unable to do what you want on the on the internet.
0: um it's pretty amazing to talk about it that way. I- I know I personally am excited to to experience something like that. There's nothing worse than like getting on a plane, you you log in, you pay for the Wi-Fi, and then it crashes and you can't get it uh and, and do the work you need to do or whatever it is when you're when you're in flight. Um what what does it take to basically fit aircraft to be able to connect to Starlink?
1: this is a, a huge innovation we feel in and not just the the constellation we've made but also the the experience of installing the terminal on the aircraft we've already been able to working with the hawaiian team get the installs to be overnight installs on on their fleet and so it's not about taking a plane out of service for days or weeks as you might traditionally have expected we're able to to unload passengers in the evening, overnight, install the terminal and configure it and connect it to the network. And in the morning, the next the next round of passengers hops on and is immediately connected to to broadband. So it's it's uh, sorry. This is for connecting the the planes to the constellation oh as a passenger getting getting on the planes. It is it is like a paradigm shift historically. The, the amount of bandwidth available to the plane has been an incredibly scarce resource. So a little bit of the game is making it a bit painful so fewer people use it, and so at least those people can have something. We now have a totally different paradigm, which is we have incredible amounts of capacity and bandwidth that we can bring to the plane. So our goal is actually the opposite, which is how can we make it as easy and seamless to get as many people and as many devices connected without friction? Um, and so it's, it's I guess, when you can bring the technology that brings, that unlocks this crazy amount of, uh, of bandwidth, you can approach the problem totally differently. And it's been amazing working with Hawaii. And I think they sort of broadly have a, a real deep investment in uh, delighting their customers and delivering a great customer experience. So working with them, sort of expanding that sort of focus into the internet space has been has been super rewarding.
0: How, how big is the opportunity around airline connectivity And I guess how how do you parse that out versus some of the other areas um, that Starlink has been expanding to on the enterprise and business side, whether it's cruises um, or even the recent deal with Deer, for example. I guess how big is how big is airlines and then how big is enterprise, especially at a time where so much the focus, at least up until now, has been on the consumer side of the business?
1: Yeah, this is a a great a great question. So, we're incredibly excited about the opportunity in aviation broadly for two two aspects. One, aviation, there's billions of passengers that fly every year. And so, in terms of a space where uh, if we think about our broader goal of Starlink to expand connectivity and, and grow the pie of, of places where people can consume broadband, it just represents a huge market, a huge opportunity to ex- expose more and more people, both to a great part, product and a great experience, but also to Starlink. And I think we're super excited about the number of passengers that will maybe learn about Starlink or learn about how great Starlink is for the first time uh, flying, on the, flying on airplanes. I think broadly, a for Starlink, our main goal was let's go build a constellation that can provide incredible, <laughs> incredible broadband to a most a, a like super demanding customer, like a, a teenager that's playing games upstairs in their in their parents' house. And so we've been focused really, really a ton on okay, how do we go deliver that service? And it turns out if you can deliver and meet that expectation, um, not saying we're there yet, but this is sort of what we're striving towards. It it unlocks a ton of other applications that you can build on top of that. So as the network has gotten to a, a, a more stable place, as our residential business has grown, it's really unlocked the team's ability to go explore other other applications, other business segments that you can layer on top of that network. And we're I think we're just scratching the surface. I think you mentioned um, some of the things that we've been doing on the cruise lines, which are incredibly exciting. The work with Deer I'm I'm incredibly excited about. And I think this aviation this uh, go live with Hawaiian is just the first step in the aviation market as well.
0: Yeah, when you talk about scratching the surface, I guess any sort of sense or or, or thoughts on on how that balances against residential in, in the years to come as more companies and and more industries realize that the connectivity options here are perhaps even greater than they anticipated.
1: I don't know if I I, I totally track the question, but I, I think what it, it gets to for us is we there's just a like. Uh, there's just this huge opportunity in spaces where broadband connectivity has not historically been available and it's exciting for us to go to go attack those. And and one of the things I do think is important to stress is, although I said scratching the surface, it's it's very important to note, note that it's not like this Hawaiian go-live will be our first flight with providing connectivity to. Already to date, Starlink has been used on over 30,000 flights, on flights across the U.S. and around the world. And so it's definitely a springboard and, and sort of a step into our, our the next phase of this adventure. But we already have great success across, across both uh, commercial and uh, business aviation uh, fleets.
0: Okay, great. Anything else to keep in mind, or anything else I should be asking you that I'm not?
1: No, the thing that the thing that I, the thing that, uh, I uh, your last question did remind me is, is making sure that that people understand that that this is this is a service that exists. It's not a, a promise of a thing we're bringing to the market in the future, or hey, we're just we're just uh, getting started, and, and this is. Uh, Uh, there's not an existing infrastructure um, that we're going to be building upon as we go into the future.
0: Got it. So total addressable market for Starlink from a business operations standpoint, any kind of sense or, or number to put to it or is it really sky is the limit?
1: I think I think sky is the limit. I, I this is a thing I tell my our teams and and people around me all the time. We generally are are trying to come to work every day and thinking about how can we expand access to to broadband whether that's on aviation or or deer getting getting connectivity out to the getting connectivity out to the uh, the the last acre in the field. When you think about broadly there are still billions of people who lack access to uh, reliable broadband around the world. So I'm sure there is an addressable market ceiling, but but right now we, we see a ton of opportunity uh, just continuing to expand and grow our business.
0: Great. Chad Gibbs, VP of SpaceX's Starlink Business Operations. Thanks for joining me. Appreciate it. That does it for this episode of Manifest Space. Make sure you never miss a launch by following us wherever you get your podcasts and by watching our coverage on Closing Bell Overtime. I'm Morgan Brennan.